0: Namaskar. You know, people always say that in India, you cannot get justice. Now, I want to kind of expand on this a little bit. Also, I notice in many of the video comments, people will say, how come this guy hasn't gone to jail? What is the government doing? What is... Uh, the complainant doing, as if it's a complainant's fault that the justice hasn't uh, moved swiftly enough. So to understand all these things, I want to just take a couple of examples and walk you through the reality of what happened. Now, if you look at independent India, right, from 1947 up until now, let's say 1950 onwards, you know, proper democracy was established. So out of those 70 odd years, we can say that Congress or a coalition headed by Congress was in power for, say, 50 years, 5-0. So during these 50 years, Congress always wanted to make sure that they would stay in power. And how would they do that? You know, when it came to appointing judges or, uh, Uh, people in important positions, like, for example, picking a chief secretary. I mean, growing up in the 70s, you know, there was a one five-year term of Congress I, it was called in those days, where Indira Gandhi changed four chief ministers in Andhra Pradesh. And, you know, every time the chief minister would change, he would have a slew of transfers. hundred officers would be transferred out and another hundred officers would be Transferred in. So if you think about a five year period where these kind of things happened, what work do you think could have, uh, you know, ever gotten done? My point in saying all this is that people were carefully cherry picked and placed in positions of power just in case because the Congress government was corrupt. I don't think they stopped being corrupt. In fact, if you remember uh, watching my hangout with the last personal secretary of, Mohandas Karamchand Gandhi, that is Mr. Kalyanam, uh, you will see that, you know, he was saying that from the day one when India became independent, the maximum volume of letters that Gandhi got were letters of corruption by uh, Congress. Because Congress was in power in many states since 1937, 10 years before that, Congress had tasted power, which is why they started ignoring uh, MK Gandhi for a while. Anyway, so this careful placement of officers has helped many of the corrupt ministers in upa to not get jailed so this is nothing that there is nothing that either the modi government can do or any other person can do that's just the way it works the justice system you know that now it is a collegium that decides who shall be elevated to the Supreme Court or all the other promotions. Everything is decided by the judges, by the judiciary, for the judiciary. So this is another thing that perhaps needs to be changed. I don't know. I'm sure it will change soon. But let's take a look at how this man was one step ahead of the law until he got denied bail and he had to school his heels 106 days in TRJ. Okay, so first thing that you, that happened was on February 2nd, 2012, the Supreme Court canceled 122 2G licenses. You have to go back to that time. And when they did that, they appointed a special court judge called O. P. Seni, who was going to look into the appeal by the petitioner, Dr. Subramanian Swami, saying that Chidambaram should also be included in the case of 2G corruption, not just A Raja. Now, on 4th February, Opisaini abruptly says that your prayer to summon P. Chidambaram is dismissed. And many people tried to justify it, saying that at that time Chidambaram was the home minister. They said, oh, he's the home minister. He shouldn't be touched. I mean, if you are corrupt, you are corrupt. You have to face the law. But O.P. Saini find him in himself a lot of uh, uh, kindness to let PC off of that case. If he had gotten caught that time, he too would have gone to jail along with Raja and Kanimuri and a slew of... IIS officers. Somehow, many swell. in fact, anyway, that's that's just a matter of uh, record that this did not happen. Then, O.P. Saini gave, I think, if I remember correctly, 25 or 26 times bail to Chidambaram in the INX media case. And every time he would always go there, he would get the bail. In fact, they had to, the government had to wait for O.P. Seni to retire before You know, somebody else could sit on that post and then that person denied bail. Now, who is O.P. Saini? If you go back and read the history of O.P. Saini, he was a sub inspector and he sat for exam and evidently he passed the exams to become a judge. I mean, it's very, very interesting how these appointments came about. Next, I have an even more interesting case, R. Banumati. You Know she was our Banumati for the longest time. She was a Supreme Court judge, she was our Banumati for the longest time until her farewell speech. In that, she said, I believe in Jesus even though I am a Hindu. Wait a minute, are you a Christian or a Hindu? Turns out her name was Ruth R U T H Banumati. Now, was she born a Christian? Did she convert to Christianity? We don't know, but it is now kind of known in the circles that she was a scheduled caste person now she became a direct appointed appointed to a district judge in 1988 and up until 2003 you know she was a district judge then in 2003 she got appointed as a judge in the madras high court and one of the landmark judgments One of the landmark judgments she handed out was that of banning jelly cutter. Now you connect the dots. How is it that one practicing lawyer among thousands suddenly gets appointed as a district judge? There has to be some special thing about it. Was it because she was a a schedule cast person and according to reservations, she was given the job? I don't know. All I do want you to go back and look at that time. Who was the Minister of State for internal security at the center? Remember that. Just go and look it up. And you can put it in comments if somebody looks up and sees the answer. Anyway, so then she has this rise. From there, she goes on to become the High Co- uh, the Chief Justice of Jharkhand High Court. And from there, she comes to Supreme Court. Remember now that story where I said that Chidambaram was cooling his heels in the jail for 106 days? Guess who gave him bail in the Supreme Court? Our Banamati. So now you see that there is always a certain amount of questionable decisions. The most important thing that needs to be examined in this case was was her appointment as a judge denying a genuine Scheduled Cast candidate from becoming a judge. And what about all her judgments? So you have. All if if it is proven that she was a scheduled caste person and she got her district judgeship because of that and then she hid her Christianity, then basically she's trying to eat the cake and have it too. Pardon the pun. So these kinds of situations come up all the time. And that, in my opinion, is one of the main reasons why justice is not getting done. And, and this is going to happen for some more time. When is it going to stop? I can tell you when it's going to stop. It's going to stop when there is consciousness amongst everyone. I mean, people need to start asking questions. How do you ask questions? You need to read up. If you are going to go somewhere and you expect some resistance, even as simple as you, know, you think that police is going to come knocking on your door and saying that we need to take you away for questioning, you have your rights. How will you know what your rights are? You need to have some basic knowledge of law. I'm not saying every one of you are going to be summoned by the police. But these days, especially with some governments who want to teach a lesson to somebody, they're doing all sorts of things. Anyway, I just wanted to share this thought with you. If you like it, please do click on the like button. And as always, a request a shout out to all of you to like, share and subscribe to our channel and click on the bell button for notifications. Thank you.